This is Andrew Griffith Point from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture. On the fourth day of November 2022, Fed cattle trade steady compared to last week on a live basis. Prices on a live basis were mainly 150 to 153, while dress prices were mainly 241 to 242. The five area weighted average prices through Thursday were $151.91 live, up seven cents compared to last week, and $241.92 dressed, up two dollars and nine cents from a week ago. A year ago, prices were $128.12 live and $202.05 dressed. Cattle feeders work on a margin between the value of cattle sold and the cost of purchasing growing animals that enter the feedlot, unless they are feeding custom cattle. Thinking from the margin perspective, finished cattle prices are at their highest level since 2015, which would initially make a person think feeder cattle prices should be keeping pace. Today's CME feeder cattle index is equivalent to late November 2015, but $15 per hundredweight lower than early November 2015. The point is that it will be difficult for cattle feeders to bid feeder cattle to equivalent levels as 2014 and 2015 when compared to live cattle price because all other input prices are much higher today than they were seven to eight years ago. At midday Friday, the choice cutout was $264.81, down $0.37 cents from Thursday and up $1.59 from a week ago. The select cutout was $232.70, down $0.36 cents from Thursday and down $1.87 from last week. The choice select spread was $32.11 compared to $28.65 a week ago. Retailers and food service participants are attempting to secure their beef needs for the end-of-the-year holiday gatherings, but consumers are currently attempting to purchase turkey and ham for the Thanksgiving holiday that is less than three weeks away. Thus, this is a good time to discuss these meat alternatives. Whole hen turkeys weighing between 8 and 16 pounds are priced near $1.80 per pound, which is about $0.40 cents per pound higher than the same time one year ago. However, wholesale turkey breast prices are trading at $6.70 per pound, which is an increase of nearly $3.20 per pound compared to a year ago. Similar to turkey prices, wholesale ham prices are trading at twice the value of a year ago and are near $1.05 per pound. This means consumers are going to be paying more to put turkey and ham on the table this year. These high alternative meat prices are certainly supporting beef prices because the consumer knows they will have to pay more regardless of the meat selected. Based on Tennessee weekly auction average prices, steer prices were mainly 2 to $5 higher compared to last week, while heifer prices were also 2 to $5 higher compared to a week ago. Solder cow prices were steady to $2 higher compared to a week ago, while bull prices were steady to $2 higher compared to the previous week. A few rain events the past couple of weeks, coupled with air temperatures that are beneficial to cool season forage growth, have jump-started the calf market in the southeast. Many stocker and backgrounding operations were unwilling to compete for freshly weaned calves in September and October due to concerns of not having pasture and high commercial feed prices. However, the recent moisture and warm weather have provided a spark to the market as cattle buyers anticipate having more forage this fall than previously anticipated. The smaller calf crop paired with the surge in demand for calves has and will likely continue to support calf prices, which is exactly why feeder cattle futures prices are finding considerable support between 175 and 180 per hundred weight. The only thing that has really caused feeder cow futures prices to jump around the past couple of weeks has been the uncertainty in the corn market. This uncertainty will persist through the end of the year as harvest concludes. As calf and feeder cow prices begin to show signs of life, the question of preconditioning the fall calf crop becomes an important one. This decision will not be the same for every producer, but it will come down to availability of feed resources and determining how much it will cost to grow the calves during the preconditioning period. The change in price during the preconditioning period is also important, but it will not be as large of a factor as the cost. Some producers may be better off moving the calves sooner rather than later, even if they have the feed resources. 
Last week, I discussed how livestock risk protection insurance calculations work when a policy is indemnified and how to calculate the payment. This resulted in a question being received concerning what coverage level a producer should choose when considering LRP insurance. Technically speaking, LRP insurance policies can cover 70 to 100% of the expected price at the time of sale. However, I would suggest that producers should look at coverage levels between 95 and 100% and the upper end of that range is preferred. The reasoning for this is if the expected price of an 800-pound steer in August is $200 per hundredweight, then a 95% coverage level is setting the floor price of $190. Thus, that would be an $80 per head loss in value before the insurance ever kicked in. A 99% coverage level would only be a $16 per head loss before insurance began paying out. Based on Thursday's LRP offerings, the 99% coverage level was only $2.50 per hundredweight more expensive for August. This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on Friday, November 4th.